everyone has the same five core areas of their life that ultimately determine how happy they'll be. Unfortunately, most of us have developed failure habits in each, and it's Will Moore's mission to help replace those with success habits to maximize momentum. After exiting his business for a combined nine-figure sum, Will learned it's not just about becoming an entrepreneur of your career, but an entrepreneur of the most important business you'll ever run, your life. And to crush it in your life requires firing on all cylinders in your five cores by continually taking action, building habits, and maintaining balance in each. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Five Core Life podcast. In this episode of the Five Core Life, Will Moore sits down with special guest Dr. Michelle Broad, medical doctor, nutritionist, founder of the Food Effect Nutrition Practice. Together, they discuss misconceptions about nutrition, why dieting is bad, and the tips and tricks that can help you keep your nutrition and health on track. Are you ready to fire on all cylinders? If so, let's go. Hey, hey, fine people, a little bit of technical difficulties there. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Five Core Life. We are living the Five Core Life, people. We are really doing it, Harry. What are the five cores? They're your mindset. They're your relationships. They're your career and your finance. They're your physical health. And they're your emotional health and giving back. Today, we have a very special guest that will be joining us shortly who is going to talk to us about just how she is living the five core life and how she can offer some tips for all you viewers out there that might be curious how to be the happiest and best version of yourselves. I mean, sounds weird, right? But apparently it's something that we all crave deep down inside. So let's take steps every single day. I like to call it the law of compounding, right? It's not gonna happen all at once. You're not just gonna immediately become happy. And and in today's day and age, We're so impatient, and in this Insta society, we want it right now, and we want it yesterday, and we want it last year, and we don't want to wait for it. But I'm telling you, one day at a time, one quarter at a time, one habit at a time, habit at a time, that, my friends, is how you are going to kick ass, take names, and truly become the happiest and best version of yourself. So, Oh, hey there. Hi. How are you? Good, thanks, and you? I am fantastic, thank you. Thanks for joining us. I was just finishing a little snippet on, we're talking a little bit about relationships and then I wanna get right into talking to you and about how you are are dealing with the relationship core during this particular time. But I was just saying how technology, we're very fortunate um, that we have this technology. And I wanna ask you about this after after as well. So there's Zoom, there's there's this app called, uh, what is it? It's uh, Hangouts. And apparently it was like mainly only used by 13 year olds and like teeny boppers for like years. And it was completely not on the radar of people. And now adults all over, young adults, older adults are using it like crazy to actually hang out with their friends. And it's really fun because it kind of takes Zoom to the next level. It's got little trivia games. You can play heads up. Um, and so it's, it's like you can talk to them and it, the way they have the screen is pretty cool. And then it also has like a thing that shows you when friends are coming on so you can kind of add them in. Um, and then you have these little trivia and games. So, you know, you grab a glass of wine, you sit down, it's like going out to the bars and having drinks with your friends, but you're not spending money (laughs) and, and, and you're having fun. So it's kind of neat. So you tell me, welcome, first of all, how are you? Thank you. I'm very good. Thanks. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, thank you. Thanks for having me. Why don't you start by, before we go into this relationship, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? 
Okay. Can you hear me clearly? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, perfect. Okay, great. Um, great. So my name's Mich Michelle Brody. I'm a medical doctor and nutritionist. Um, I'm in London. I'm originally from South Africa, but I've I hear the lived accent. in London. Oh, really? <laughs> um, wait, I've so wait, yeah, is that a... God, it's like when you said South Africa, I'm like, I can kind of hear that. But then you're like London, I'm like, no, I hear that. Is there a mix in there or is it just all London? Uh, yeah, I think it's a mix. Um, to English people, I sound South African, but to South Africans, I probably sound a bit British. So definitely a mix. Um, I've been right. here since I was 11. Okay. Um, I'm now 34. So um, <laughs> 23 years. And I qualified, yeah, as a medical doctor and also got a degree in nutrition. And after my, um, after graduating, I actually just planned to take a year out of hospital medicine nice. um, to pursue nutrition. I was a bit burnt out as a medical student. Um, so I thought I'll just take a year off and see people for nutrition and then go back to hospital medicine. But thankfully, I started my own business called The Food Effect. Um, so that's why my Instagram handles The Food Effect DR, as in doctor. And thankfully, it got really busy and popular, and my clients had amazing results. So I stuck with it, and I've written two books called The Food Effect Diet and The Food Effect Diet Vegan. Wow. And, yeah. Congratulations. That's exciting. Thank you. And so those are both out right now? Uh, yeah. Actually, the second one came out this January. Wow. Um, and the first one came out in 2018. Um, and it was serialized by the Times UK, so that was exciting. And, All right. And yeah, and I've just had a baby quite recently as well. Congratulations! I just saw, I just saw somebody say, "Please stop the intro." Listen, people, be patient. Sorry. We gotta we gotta get to know each other just slightly at least, and Sorry. get an overview, and then we can get into the meat. Um, but no, that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I've got a four-year-old and an eleven-month-old, so I can relate. Oh, Is this your first, by the way? Yes. Very exciting. Yeah. You are in for it. <laughs> well, I don't know. now I don't know how people have two. I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah. Really I said cool. that too. I was like, how did they do it? And then we did it. And I'm like, yeah. ah, this is how they do it. But it's very difficult. Yeah. And I'm learning and growing every day, trying to figure it out. So let's get into, why don't you tell us, since, since the physical is, is, is obviously, so we're talking about relationships, but obviously the physical is so important. You're an expert in that. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with these five cores, but basically, you know, you've got this physical core, you've got this relationship core, this mindset, this emotional health and giving back, and you've got your career and finances. They all kind of work together and they intertwine. And I would imagine that your, your physical, you know, is something, the more you work on it, I know that that connects to the mind and then you feel better about yourself. You feel more confident. You want to then, you know, it, your relationships are improved by that. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the work that you've been doing? and how you think that it, it could help people to become the bigger, better, best version of themselves. Right, sure. So actually when I started out, I planned, my plan was just to see people for nutrition from a medical perspective. So things like type two diabetes, blood pressure, cholesterol. Um, and I wasn't really interested so much in dealing with you know, weight loss or things like that. And I saw it probably from a very Western medical perspective as like, that's not, you know, lifestyle's not so important, but, um, you know, very medical. And then even doctors said to me, you know, weight loss is for health and 
getting in shape and all that um you know it's not superficial it's obviously obviously it's um to improve all aspects of health so i do see people probably mainly for weight loss also a lot of medical conditions digestive issues but as you say it's also linked and the more as i started and i saw um what the weight loss and the physical changes did for people improving their marriages their happiness their quality of life the more i became so so passionate about it and exactly as you say like it's not just about how you look you know sure when you look good you feel better but it's so much like emotions are involved in eating and food and often when people are o- overweight or, or unhappy with themselves there's so many underlying issues you know oh, that so true yeah yeah they're eating badly because they feel bad about themselves and then it becomes a, a vicious cycle um so i've seen you know the positive from that when i teach people to fuel themselves with the right foods um and also i think a lot of people think that weight loss and healthy eating has to involve denial and deprivation and a lot of restriction right so a lot of my work and my books are about showing people that you know you can be slim and healthy but enjoy your food eat normally it's just about balance and showing people really just what normal healthy eating is but i think we've become so confused as a society on that for sure i i mean right the the you know over the years i just i watched a show called sugar man it was like a netflix documentary not too long ago it was a good one i've watched a lot of those like health shows and just when it when it shines a spotlight on the misconceptions that we not only america americans especially yeah. uh, but around the world have about health and and what we think is good and bad for us. It's so funny, that whole non-fat thing as a nutrition, I'm sure you understand and, and get the, the whole non-fat movement that, that took over. It was like, well, you're just replacing it with sugar, which in yeah. a lot of ways is actually worse. I know there's kind of a debate on which is worse. From what I've seen, it seems like sugar is worse yeah. than fat. Do you agree with that? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And it's interesting you said that because I'll still see so many clients who are like, I wouldn't eat avocado or I wouldn't eat nuts, but then they'll eat like, a packet of fat free biscuits that are loaded with sugar loaded with sugar right it's a total myth it's a total yeah. myth that 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 is doing and right all the yo fat i remember when i was like a teen the low fat yogurts were coming out and everything was low fat this low fat that and it was like oh yeah and then it's like but wait we're not losing weight what's happening here right it's and- not working um and and so right it's great to see that people like you are out there helping educate people and letting them know you know and so speaking about that what what would you recommend and i don't want to put you on the spot but are there like some top maybe your top three to five habits that you would recommend because with the five core life it's all about habits it's all about building momentum in each area of your life by shining a spotlight and saying these are the failure habits that i've developed i need to stop doing these these are the success habits that i know are going to help me build positive momentum and make me my best self in each of these cores, right? And then it's about balancing each. So in, within the physical, what would you say are the top habits that you might recommend to somebody to start um, developing? Sure. Um, you mean from a nutrition perspective? Yes. Yeah. Um, so the first I would say um, eat whole natural foods and to try avoid packaged processed foods as much as possible. Um, and by that, you know, I don't mean living off lettuce leaves, but like something, if you're looking for a cracker or a snack bar, um, look for a shorter list of ingredients as possible. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, don't buy things with ingredients you don't recognize or can't pronounce or don't know what they are. <laughs> you know, we say like, if your grandmother didn't know what those things were, don't. don't right, buy the it. chemicals. That's a huge one. And sorry to interrupt you, but let me pause mm-hmm. there. Right, my wife's really into that, and she. I never used to look at packets growing up. Mm-hmm. I just would eat whatever tasted good, right? And then when you're young, you can get away with murder. You can eat 10 cheeseburgers <laughs> and, and not have to worry about it, right? But as you get a little older, and, yeah. and, and everybody's body's different, so some people do have to worry about it more when they're younger. For me, I didn't, but, and I didn't used mm-hmm. to look at any of that stuff. But now she's trained me, and it's become a success habit, I would say, to every time I pick something up, I do. I look at it. And if it's yeah. like Goggin, Sugin, Sniggin, Parker, <laughs> glucose eight this million land. that I can't even understand. I'm like, okay, I shouldn't be eating that. Right? Yeah. So that's and it's so much. I think it's so much worse in that in America than Europe, because um, I think when you compare like for like, I've seen a lot of graphics on Instagram, like the two same breakfast cereals. They have a long list in America, and in the UK, it'll sort of be like there will there will be sugar, but not as many. Interesting. Things. I didn't I know say, that. I just assumed yeah. that everybody was eating uh, Captain Crunch and Lucky Charms. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't have that. And Pop-Tarts and all that. We don't mm, have that. Good but, for you guys. No, I mean, there's plenty of junk food. <laughs> but um, right. It's there if you want it. Better with the ingredients. So that would be one. Then I know everyone says this, but drinking water, um, you know, making sure you're well hydrated. Um, everyone says it, but it is quite difficult. A lot of people struggle with it. Yeah, let's get into what, yeah, your recommendation on maybe the best way to go about it. Because it is, it's one thing to say, and this is kind of what the show's about, again, and, and it's let's really hone in on how to do these habits first, just somebody going, hey, you should do this. Because yeah. it's like, how many times have you heard, I should drink water, but then you may start to drink one day, and then you put it down and then you forget about it and then you haven't developed that habit. So how would you maybe recommend people go about it so that it does become a habit? Yeah. Um, so I recommend to my clients to drink, try drink one to two glasses of water before every meal or snack they have. So right. as well as drinking throughout the day. But I think if you have that, so I said before you go in the mid, mid afternoon, you're starving, you want to just like, wolf down a bag of crisps or a chocolate bar, just stop and first drink a glass of water, full glass of water, and then have your snack. Or the same at dinner time, you know, often we get to supper and we're just ravenous and, you know, you can eat everything in sight. But if you just stop, and obviously you're not going to not have supper because you're too full from a glass of water, but it just takes that edge off the hunger. And it also makes you, as you say, develop the habit that every time you have a meal or snack, you drink a full glass of water before. That is really great. I've actually never heard that. And that sounds like a really (laughs) smart idea. Maybe I've heard it somewhere along the line, but it didn't stick until you just said it. Um, Right. I mean, so you're about to eat and Mm -hmm. obviously your tummy can only hold so much. So most of us tend to want to overeat. It's in our nature survival, you know, back Mm -hmm. in the day when we were cavemen, it was like, give me as much calories and, and, and fat and whatnot I can get so that I can yeah. sustain myself because I don't know where my next meal is coming from. So mm-hmm. it's normal. So people shouldn't feel bad about it, but you got to be aware of it. And then, yeah. yeah. So you drink that glass of water um, and then you kind of, it, it gives some sort of maybe a little bit of a fuller feeling, not totally full, but you're like, okay, there's something there already. And then maybe it makes a little less room for all that food that you're shoveling in. 
Is yeah, that the idea? definitely. And it helps with digestion. And mm-hmm. they have actually shown, I think there have been studies where they gave people a glass of water before a meal and the other group not. And there was um, better weight loss results um, from the ones who drank water. Yeah. And so, so and it has so many health benefits. So. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what are some of the other, just, just, you know, you don't have to go crazy, but obviously there's a lot of them. Um, what would you say are the main ones that our viewers would be interested in learning about? Um, the so it, um, it helps your kidneys flush out excess toxins and chemicals. So that's good for like immunity because your immune system works better. It also helps oh. speed up metabolism. Um, because all our cell reactions take place in water. So with water, everything just speeds up. So that, that's a great. So you're essentially losing weight by drinking water because you're activating your metabolism, which is then burning calories. So that's a good one. People will like to hear that. Yeah. And then also skin, like definitely helps with Mm, we are all vain creatures. People, do you want to look like Magda from something about Mary? Or do you want to live like our lovely guest here, right? Water is so important, right? I mean, it just, we do, we dry up. And um, my wife, it's funny, we, I make fun of her because she drinks so much water. And I am one of these people that, a perfect candidate for what you're saying. I need to drink more. Although I do now do this. This has become a success habit of mine where I keep these on my desk. I and I drink throughout. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then that, that way, again, it's a habit. It's in front of me. And I'm not thinking about it, but I am going to try the eating before meals. But yeah, I mean, so she drinks, my wife, she drinks just this, this a ton and she's kind of really gulps when, <laughs> when she does it. And so we have this like on, ongoing thing where I make fun of her and and she, you know, it's like now she kind of does it louder just to annoy me. Um, <laughs> but she really does get that. And she's constantly saying like, hey, look, at, and she'll point out now, like, look at your hands. And I'll be like, oh, my God, they really are dry. And I'm in Chicago now. I used to live in Florida. So it was really humid there. It didn't right. matter as much. But now that I'm in a drier mm-hmm. climate, I really see my skin okay. when I'm not getting enough water. Yeah. And your skin looks great. So I'm, clearly you're drinking water. Uh, yeah. So, okay. And then, so, yeah, I mean, just going back to this habits thing, it's just, yeah, people need to understand. So, you know, habits don't care if they're good or bad help or hurt us, right? They are mm-hmm. going to do their thing no matter what. And they're but, going to either work for us and hurt us and cause negative momentum, or they're going to work for us and help us. Um, excuse me. I think I said it backwards, but for us and, and build positive momentum. And so these are, these are just two perfect little examples here, you know, drink, drink water, drink water before each meal. Um, mm-hmm. That is a success habit. And then once you start doing it, and it becomes like automatic, you don't even think yeah. about it. And you're literally building this, this awesomeness in your physical health core, in particular, in your, your, your nutrition side, without having to think about it. And it's just, I, I can't stress to the viewers enough how important the ha- the, the relationship between your happiness and your habits is and how we're just constantly always operating on autopilot, like 90 some percent of our lives. We're literally just operating on autopilot. It doesn't seem like that, but it's things that we've learned, uh, you know, bad habits we've picked over, over the years. I've talked Mm -hmm. much in the past about the broken system, the schooling system. It's a one classroom model that hasn't changed in 200 years. They're teaching the same stuff that they've been teaching a hundred, you know, we're teaching a hundred years ago. What about stuff like what you're talking about? What about stuff like balancing your checkbook and, getting along with others and these things. So I am starting to see a little bit of a shift. That's part of what I'm trying to help people with and interviewing Mm -hmm. people like you is really helping that. So I appreciate it. Thank you. 
So yeah. let's move on to maybe, um, so I, those were two habits. I didn't know if you mm -hmm. had a, a third that you wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah, I'd say a, a few, so touching on what you said about the fats, um, mm -hmm. I would say don't, my one habit or tip, don't try go fat free. So don't be scared of, by that I mean good healthy fats, so things like olive oil, avocado, nuts, nut butters, hummus. Mm. Um, don't try cut out those foods because you'll just increase your sugar cravings, you don't feel full. You don't feel satisfied from food, so do eat healthy fats in moderation with all the sure. meals. Um, yeah, and then, but I do say to try cut out the unhealthy saturated fats in like pastries, biscuits, the processed foods, trans fats. Cheese steaks. I love cheese steaks. What about cheese steaks? No good. <laughs> I knew it. I should have asked that question. Okay, so let me relate this into the real world with my mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. Oh, my mother-in-law. She's a character. She is the perfect example of the what they call the yo-yo diet, right? So exactly what you were just saying. She over throughout the years, you know, she she um, in the '80s, I think, is probably when it started for her, and that's when all that fat-free stuff came out. And so she would do the stuff where she would eat hot, you know, this all this fat-free stuff, and think it was doing, and then you know, stay away from you know the healthier natural fats and whatnot. And she just had a really hard time. And then throughout the year, she's kind of just literally tried every single diet. And the problem yeah. of the way she's going about it, and I'm, I think you probably concur, is, is she's not changing her lifestyle, right? So she'll just starve herself for periods right. of time and be like, okay, well, I'm just not going to eat this week because I have an event coming up and I want to look good for it, right? But yeah. like you just said, to your point, like willpower only lasts so long. It's temporary. Yeah. Right. And so if you're relying on your willpower to not eat, eventually yeah. you're going to go F this I, and right. you're just going to gorge and you're going to gain it all right back. And then some, and not only is that obviously not helping you, it's hurting you even more so because it is, doesn't that mess with your metabolism when you're doing it that way? Yeah, yeah, totally. I see so many clients like your mother-in-law, um, exactly like that. You know, they go on all my next, the other habit I was going to say with, don't try go fat free is don't cut out all carbs. Like it's the biggest diet disaster and myth. So I see so many clients like to that. To cut out carbs, carbs, carbohydrates. Yeah. And um, you know, who just eat like boiled chicken and lettuce leaves or broccoli or like meal prep, these, you know, salad and a tiny bit of protein. And they do that for a week or two and then they're starving and then they go binge and they kept in this vicious cycle of exactly like you're describing, restricting, binging, and then also developing a terrible relationship with food and, you know, makes them so unhappy. And as you said, every aspect of life, they can't go out with their partners, they can't go out with friends for meals, to a restaurant because they're so stressed about sticking to their diet. And the way I do things and in my book, like I want my clients and readers of my book to be able to eat out from day one, to have pasta, um, you know, just eat normally. And I think it's all about learning that balance and that, yeah, exactly like you're saying. Thank you. Um, yes. No, that, that's so well said. And I started this, this, this broadcast talking about relationships because that's kind of what the core was. And we're spending time, which is to me, this is this is really great because as as we said earlier, it all does tie into one relationships and you're going to feel better. You're going to look better. Um, you're going to have the energy and stamina to pro pro propel you through life when you are taking care of that physical. 
and you just mentioned um, a relationship aspect about the relationship mm -hmm. between. Um, so thank you for doing that because then it brings okay. it all full circle. We're talking about, but I want to keep it. talking about, mm -hmm. um, so somebody just said, how do I get a flat tummy? Well, listen up people because she's telling you right now. So that's, that's the third habit. So we've got three habits. So the, um, don't, don't go for the, low, the Cuts now, eat the, pro right. Eat the pro processed food. So when you look at a package, if it ain't from the earth and I mean, you don't have to go extreme crazy on this, but you know, in general, the, yeah. I think people would be shocked if they looked at the things that they eat out of a package and what the chemicals and stuff they have to put into it. So do your best to, to, right. To cut yeah, those out and your ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. Read the ingredients and make sure that you understand them and it's not a 50 syllable word. <laughs> yeah. That's mm -hmm. probably not something you want to eat. Um, and then the next one is, um, Drinking water. Making sure that you drink the water. Uh, your your advice was drink that drink that water before a meal. Have a have a, yes. have a nice class before a meal. Um, and then we both did this. So right. So if you work from your desk or wherever you are, make sure you have these big flasks and you're constantly sipping throughout the day. It's a habit. You don't even feel like you're doing it. Um, but then the as far as before the meal, I love that because it gives you a little bit of a full feeling. It helps increase the metabolism. Um, so yeah, that's, that's great. And then this final one is the, 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 the low fat, right? Staying away from yeah, it. Don't, don't, um, shun healthy fats and don't try to cut out all carbohydrates. They can be my fourth. And then another one, I would say don't get, don't get too despondent about it. And exactly like you say, view it as a lifestyle rather than a diet. Because when you look, if you view healthy eating as something you're going to go on and go off, you'll always be caught in that, um, you know, when can I eat all the things I enjoy again? But if you reframe it as a lifestyle and learning to enjoy the healthy foods and like you're saying, you feel better, your, your mood is better. That for me is the main incentive with healthy eating. Like my mood, I feel so much better. I don't want to feel like tired, lethargic. And then everything's food. better, right? Then yeah. you want to improve your relationships. Then you want to improve mm -hmm. your career and your finances. Then you want to, your mindset is, is improved and you're automatically seeing things a little bit differently, right? Your perception yeah. literally yeah. changes from like, Ooh, I'm a victim. Life sucks to I'm yeah. an owner and I can do whatever I want because I feel mm -hmm. good. I look good. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about more about that and then we'll, we'll mm -hmm. wrap things up. Um, but right. It's really like we were saying and with my mother-in-law, the lifestyle change. So yeah. I guess, do you have any advice on how to, you know, like when you said, you know, versus just saying, you know, you need to make sure you're, you're cutting most of the bad stuff out, but you can have mm -hmm. a little bit, like, do you have, like, I had a guest the other day and she literally used, she says, like, I use the 80, 20 equation. She was like 80% yeah. good stuff. And then 20%, you can, you can have your fun yeah, as long as you're, you know, so do you have any advice in that realm? Um, yeah, I would say view it. Don't try and make massive changes at once. So don't, you know, if you're eating burger, cheeseburgers and that, don't be like, oh, I need to go vegan or plant-based. You know, I think people are quite extreme nowadays and they think like, oh, if they're going to go healthy, they need to be vegan or go gluten-free, dairy-free. And I think like it doesn't need to be these big changes. You could just, you know, even make one meal a day healthier to start with. Um, or switch like your white bread to wholemeal bread just for that but then have you know whatever else you're having that's not great so yeah I'd say like do baby steps and don't think it's all or nothing because um, that makes it so difficult 
Thank you for saying that because that's, that's what we preach from the high heavens around these parts is baby steps, the law of compounding. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, the simplest way that, I, that people can understand the law of compounding is if I were to ask you, what would you rather have a million dollars, right? Uh, in 30 days, a million dollars or a dollar doubled for the next 30 days. Most people would say without thinking about it, just give me the million dollars, right? But that dollar doubled every every day for 30 days ends up being way, I can't remember the exact number, but way higher. And that's the point. Like, it doesn't seem like a lot, but when you take a little baby step and then you continue mm -hmm. to take another and then you t continue to take another, before you know it, it has become a habit. And those foods that you once ate and those things that you were doing, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I used to do that, right? But it's not gonna happen right away. And if you try to just like completely cut out all your, your cupboards of all the stuff that you've been yeah. eating, that ain't going to work because you're going to break down. You'd be like, this is too hard. Right. Yeah. So like you said, I love what you just said. And I want to focus in on that. Um, and, and uh, there's a book called atomic habits by James clear. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. It's a really neat one, but he, he uses these terms called um, to help reduce the friction in terms of mm -hmm. being able to make the habits stick. And he uses one term called habit stacking, which I really like. Um, and you know, it's basically when you do, when you, you're doing, you're going to do something already and then you add a habit that, that you want to actually do. So in, in terms of that, he kind of works in different ways that you can hide things. You want to hide the things that you don't want to do, the habits you want to stop. And you want to put things in front of you of the habits you want to actually do. So perfect example, what you just said, you're going to your cupboard, it's midnight, you can't sleep, you want a snack. If you go down there and there's Oreos and there's cookies and guess what you're going to be eating, right? Yeah. Trust me, this comes from experience. I'm a midnight mm -hmm. snacker and I used to have I'm all that. I'm a not, I'm a... I, I get so hungry. Like my wife's, my wife, she goes to bed at like nine o'clock and I'm up till yeah. at least 11, 12 <laughs> o'clock every single night. Like and I'm, I get that hunger and, right, and I'm like, I got to eat. And now I go down and, you know, she's helped me. This was something that she's helped me. And it goes to exactly what you're saying. We have like trail mix and mm -hmm. nuts and, and exactly. I'll, I'll grab an apple fruits. And so things that I, st I've now gotten to the point where it's just as gratifying. It, it truly mm -hmm. is. And not only is it just as gratifying, I'd say it's more gratifying because I know yeah. that it's actually good for me yeah. versus that guilty feeling I used to get when I used to shove Doritos and, and, and M&Ms in my mouth. And, and all, you, know, you just want more. Like, I feel you just like want more. And you, and, right. Yeah. And you feel disgusting and crappy and just lethargic, like you're saying. And then you're like, oh, man, you wake up the next morning and you're like, like, like a bad hangover. Like, what did I drink last night? What did I eat last night? What did <laughs> yeah, I do? Um, drunk eating is another one. I used to do that big time. I, I don't go out like I used to anymore. But back in the day <laughs> when I'd go out with my friends, we would hit McDonald's on the way home. And my friends would just not even be able to believe. I would get a Big Mac. I would get a large fries. Mm -hmm. And when breakfast came around where they were doing it 24 hours a day, I would add a McGriddle into the mix, oh, right? Okay. So it's like two in the morning. I'm eating a McGriddle, a Big Mac, a large fries. I would wake up the next morning just like, why, why am I even alive? Like, what's the point? <laughs> so, right. So those, those healthy snacks are so important. Um, we're just replace, hide the things that are there. Again, you don't have to do it right. Clean your cupboards out. But yeah, if you're eating those M&Ms, you know, everybody's different. Find something that you, you know, experiment around at the grocery store with something that you, that tastes almost and I'm, I'm not going to, we're not going to lie to people and tell them immediately it's going to taste just the same, right? It's something just like I was saying, like it's a habit that you develop yeah, and then cool. it actually does become a better taste and it feels better. Mm -hmm. But at first that's not the case. So, but you got to find something that you can at least you're like, okay, 
enjoy. So this yeah, isn't bad. Some, I enjoy. There are so many good healthy snacks now on the market, like amazing, you know, really healthy bar, savory sweets. So I think there are lots of options for people who don't, you know, I always recommend just like a handful of nuts, even if they're salted nuts, totally fine. Yep. Dried fruit, fresh fruit, but there are now amazing packaged healthy snacks. So Right, right. That and, and that's and then you know, it may be hard at first. There's that front loaded work to be like, ah but then yeah. like we we're saying, once you start doing it, it feels so good and it tastes just as good. My dad hasn't been able to eat um sugar since he was a kid because he got so he, he just grew up on fruit and stuff and that's all it's so sweet to him that when he tries to eat a piece of cake or something, it's just too sweet. You know, wouldn't we all like to have that? Um, well, anyways, God, thank you. Oh, wait, somebody said, please ask her, is she still doing the toilet paper giveaway? Do you know what that is? No. no, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wrong person, but thank you. Um, well, thank you so much for being on the show. This was truly a pleasure. I learned a lot. I hope that our viewers learned a lot. And let's definitely keep in touch. We'd like to have you on the show again. There's so much stuff we didn't cover. Thank you so much. I yes, I'd love to talk more about the relationship side and... Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, fantastic. It's juggling well, work and the yes, baby. Yes, yes. Yeah. All of that stuff. Right. All these things. There's so much to cover. Um, and we all right now, it's a crazy time for people, right? And so yeah. it's a good time to kind of be talking about these things. To me, I love that it's an opportunity where people can sort of really shine that spotlight in their life in these major core areas I talk about. And today we're talking about nutrition and health and the physical side. But there's these other areas. And it's like, what's going on in your life, people? Are you building positive momentum? Do you have those habits that are helping you? push you forward and making your life better? Or do you know that some changes need to be made? So you have been part of helping people to get Thank that positive you. momentum. Appreciate and it. Can I just say, I really, I love your page. I've been a big fan and follower probably since I joined Instagram. So it's a real honor for me. So thank you. Truly appreciate that. Thank you so much. And we will definitely be in touch. We'll do this again. Have a great day. Great. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Get moving, build momentum, join the movement. Go to moremomentum.com to take a free life evaluator quiz on where you currently stand in each of your five cores.